is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. And welcome to another episode of Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. My name is Megan McKeever, and I'll be your host slash drink it buddy for the next hour or so. So for those of you listening for the very first time, we'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City, and each week I'll have a brand new guest to join me. So this week we have an amazing guest for you, Elizabeth June, and we'll be watching season three, episode four, entitled Boy, girl, boy, girl. If you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. Have you guys heard about Amazon Prime Student? Okay, so you get fast, free shipping on over 100 million items, you can stream thousands of TV shows and movies, and you get exclusive college deals. Okay, students can start your six-month trial by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash prime student, okay? So if you want to try it out, students can start their free six-month trial of Amazon Prime by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash prime student. So go check it out, students. This show is brought to you by Boardwalk Audio, and they've got a lot of other awesome podcasts. So head over to boardwalkaudio.com to check those out. And if you like this show and you want to support this show, you know, the best way to do that is by shopping. What? What are you talking about, Megan? Yes, shopping. Just go to boardwalkaudio.com slash cosmos. Click on the Amazon logo to the left and start shopping. You can buy DVDs of Sex in the City. You can buy the awesome Sex in the City book written by Candace Bushnell. You know, we'll also put a link in the show notes. You can buy whatever you want. I don't care. All right, everybody. Enjoy the show. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. Today, we are talking about season three, episode four, titled Boy, Girl, Boy, Girl. And today I have the lovely Elizabeth June. Hello, hello. Cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers. <laughs> clink, clink. Clink. Woohoo. All right. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. Cosmos and the City. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for coming, June. <laughs> well, June. Yes. Tell us about yourself. Okay. So this is the deal. Um, um, Elizabeth June is the professional name, but I go by June. I am from the Boogie Down, the Boogie Down Bronx, and I love Sex in the City. Like, I, I was actually even an extra on <gasps> Sex in the City. Yeah, I didn't yes, know that. Yes. I didn't tell you that. I wanted to tell you so you could be surprised <laughs> on the recording. But yes, I was an extra um jesus i can't even remember the name of the episode but i do remember i was in the audience when um the young guy that samantha fell in love with um 
Oh, um, uh, uh, Smith. Smith, yes. When Smith Jarrett had to drop his <gasps> um, pants down on stage oh in that play, and of course it was a sock, you know, covering all the all the um, strategic areas. But <laughs> you were there. But I was in that audience. Yes. If you go back and look at that, you'll see I was one of the extras. I was actually in the scene, like when everyone's face kind of goes <gasps> whatever. So I I have to get you the actual um, you know season and, and episode number and everything. But I was an extra on that. Yes. I just watched that episode. Did you really? Yes. Yeah. I was an extra on there. It was like season five. Maybe. Season four or five. Okay. Not sure where he comes in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I was one of the audience members that day. So, but can you, can we see you? Yeah, I think so. Like for a millisecond. And I'd have to like really watch it myself to tell you exactly what uh, seat I'm in behind one of the mains. I can't, like it's Ooh. been so many years since I've even seen it. But I know when I saw it again, I was like, oh my God, there I am. <laughs> That's so exciting. <laughs> yes, yes. So I love Sex and the City. I used to watch it religiously when it first, first came out. And it's great to be able to revisit it because it's been so many years since I've actually watched any of the episodes. So this is fantastic. Awesome. All right. Well, let's do a quick... Um, I can't even talk today. <laughs> a recap, okay. that's the word. That's the word. Of the episode. So it just kind of starts out... Really, it starts out with some B-roll of just showing how jaded New Yorkers are, mm-hmm. how nothing phases them. Mm-hmm. Now, you're from the Boogie Down Bronx. The Boogie Down Bronx, said? that's right. The Boogie <laughs> Down, that's right, where hip-hop was created. <laughs> Even though my husband, who's from Queens, tries to say, oh, no, we had we had LL Cool J and we had Run DMC. I'm like, that was later. <laughs> Sugar Hill, baby. Sugar Hill's in the Bronx. But anyway, um, so yes, I... You know what? I always kind of cringe when people show things about New Yorkers being so jaded because, you know, we really are not. However, yes, we've seen a lot and we don't get as phased maybe as someone from like a midtown, you know, a Midwest uh, uh, town or whatever. But New Yorkers are the friendliest people. I'm telling you, I have been on subways in New York where I left a bag. Like sometimes, you know, like a bag lady, I always have like three different bags. <laughs> I left one of my bags. The person found my bag, called me. Turns out he was a jazz musician. He says, come down to the Sweetwaters. I'm performing there tonight. My, me and my wife, we're performing and I'll have your bag. And he was, was just, that's, you know, that's the kind of stuff that happens in New York when you lose something. Not to say it happens to everybody, but the right. fact that I got my bag and got everything in it still... You know, so anyway, but yes, New Yorkers are kind of jaded, and I love the beginning of the little montage of showing that, you know, nothing phases us, even if someone walks by naked or whatever, we're like, okay, we're used to it. <laughs> and unfortunately, we are, you know, unfortunately, I have seen people's um, tiddly bits on, on the subway more than I wanted to see. But anyway, yes, go ahead. Well, it's, uh, I don't think that's just a New York thing. I, I feel that way in Los Angeles as well, mm-hmm. and it's probably every major city, people yeah. kind of become accustomed to just seeing, like, crazy shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, very much so. (laughs) Very much so. Um, So, yeah, so they are all four at a gallery showing of Charlotte's, Mm -hmm. um, and Stanford is there, too. Yes, and I love him. (laughs) Even though he didn't get, like, a real scene in this. No, no, he was just in the beginning there. But you know what? You know how TV works. He probably was in other things, too, and they probably cut the other scene. You know, you just never know. Sometimes for editing and stuff, he could have been edited out because he's so amazing. It's it's weird to me that he would only be in just that one scene just for that purpose. But Yeah, but see, but this episode is so LGBTQ-centric. Yes. You would think that he would have had... More of a storyline. Well, interesting that you say that. Maybe that's the reason why he was in that first scene, just to establish that Carrie mm. does have a gay friend. 
You know what I mean? I think that was just a little sprinkling of saying, let's start it off by saying, okay, I do love gay people. Here's my gay friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that could have been the reason they did that. No, I agree with you yeah. on that. I, and I hate the way they do use Stanford for that. Yeah. And so many other episodes mm-hmm, too. Because mm-hmm. um, he's so great. He is. Um, yeah, so this gallery show is interesting. So it's women dressed up as men. And they're called drag kings. I love that term, drag kings. <laughs> I wish we would have a TV show, just like how um, RuPaul has his drag race. I yeah. wish we had like a drag kings reality show. Maybe we should make that up. <gasps> I, I mean, I think it's on the way, <laughs> Yeah, 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 right? for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool thing. Yeah, and I liked all those photographs. Gorgeous, yeah. It was fantastic. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. And then Charlotte, though, has like a, a crush on Barrett. The mm-hmm. photographer, mm-hmm. though I I I don't know why. <laughs> like I mean, he was kind of he was cute, but you know, <laughs> you know, some, there's something about an artist. You know what I mean? Especially if you're the True. person who is the curator for you know, uh, you, you're gonna fall in love with the art, and then you fall in love with the artist. Unfortunately, so he could have looked like who did it and ran, and she probably still would have had a crush on him. <laughs> um, yeah, and like he. What did? Oh yeah, it was Miranda that said something like, "It's hard enough being a woman in a man's world. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I could be a woman pretending to be a man in a man's world." Mm-hmm. But today, you know, people do have to deal with that. Oh yeah, very much so. And it's interesting that Miranda, of all people, said that because she's kind of the most masculine of the four women. You yeah. know what I mean? Do you get that from? Oh her? no, totally. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny for her being the one to kind of turn up her nose at it because she's not a girly girl at all, which she will say herself later on in the episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then also, I like that Barrett, uh, the artist, you know, talked about how gender is an illusion. Yeah. You know, and I and I think that actually does resonate a lot today. Oh yeah, that was very forward thinking for then. You know, it sounds so funny saying it then, but nowadays everybody is liquid and fluid and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't really think that the episode um, uh, expressed that mm-hmm. very well, mm-hmm. but at least they did say that in that one line yeah, <laughs> that Barrett so. had. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, where are we? Okay, so then next scene, Miranda and Steve are still dating, but he's over at her place all the time. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Oh my goodness. And this goes for men and women. We want a relationship so bad, but then when we get it, especially if we've been living alone for years prior to that relationship, mm-hmm. we're kind of like, oh my God, you're here again. You know what I mean? We're never satisfied. We never, you know, be careful what you ask for because right. she wanted a relationship with a real sweet guy who's not going to play any games with her. You know what I mean? And she got him. I love him so much. And she disses him so badly all the time. Oh, my God. I love him. Yeah, he's yeah. he's great. And he is just very loyal yes. to her. And, yeah, she just... But she just gets annoyed. Yeah. Because he's just there all the time. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, you know, he's kind of... Where's the boundary? Right. Right? So right. it's like boundaries... And I guess that's t- to tie in with the theme somehow of boundaries of female and male. Gender. Right? Yeah, gender. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's what I took from it. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, so Carrie is dating Sean, mm-hmm. the young guy. Yes. And they go ice skating. Yes. <laughs> 
And of course, and I don't think it has anything to do with her age per se, because there are some people who are way older than she is that are probably great ice skaters. Um, but it is kind of tricky because she's trying to smoke and she's trying, you know, she, she almost yeah. looks like an old old lady, like kind of like taking a drag of her cigarette when so she's trying weird. to be, yeah. She's, she's, she has like a flask. Didn't she have a flask or did he have the flask? Somebody. Somebody had, no, he did. I think he did. Yeah, because okay. he showed, remember he took, opened up his jacket and he had like a little something there to drink and she was like, yeah, let's go do that. Yeah. So he had that. She's also but, in yeah. like this short little like dress. Yes. Like tight mini dress thing, and I'm just like, if you fall, though, your knee is just going to be bloody as exactly, hell. Exactly, exactly. Like, but she doesn't do that kind of thing all the time on a date. You know what I mean? It's only because he is younger that he took her on something like that. You know, Mr. Big would never take her on a date like that. So she's no. yeah. So she dresses the way Carrie dresses. You know, she doesn't think about the how practical her outfit is for where she's going. <laughs> yeah, she will. She never thinks about how practical mm-hmm. her outfit is. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I love. I love her outfits. I know. They're so cute. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so then we find out that Sean is bisexual. Yes. And um, Carrie can't decide if she's okay with it. Which is so strange to me because... Again, going back to the jaded New Yorker thing. You know what I mean? When you've lived in the city that long... Um, and I know Sarah Jessica Parker is not necessarily born in New York, but she definitely probably calls herself a New Yorker now. But her character, Carrie, I think is supposed to be a New Yorker, New Yorker. So, you know, I, I, it's weird to me that she was so surprised that she would m- meet a man or eventually date as many men as she dates, right. would meet a man that has slept with another man. Like she seems so shocked by that. And, it's, and almost like, and she even said, well, I guess I'm an old fart. You know, but... It just seems so weird that she was so taken aback, like, really? And then she kept asking questions over and over about it and all that. I was just like, you don't seem like a New Yorker to me because most New Yorkers, almost all of us, and then again, going back to the beginning, you have gay friends. Surely you know that um, Stanford has told you, yeah, there are some people who are kind of like bi and they're still married to a woman, but they're with me. You know what I mean? So that it it was just so weird to me that she was that taken aback by it. Yeah. I mean, she's a sex columnist. Thank you. I mean, (laughs) Why was this like a surprise to her that bisexuals exist in the world and she might date one? Of course. And he was so, you know, like nonchalant when he was telling her about it because it really isn't that big of a deal in that world. Now, of course, if we were in like some little, you know, South Dakota town, yes, that would be a huge deal. But in New York... And you talk about sex all the time. You write about sex all the time. It just seemed a little weird to me. But that's the beauty of it in that (laughs) even though she is, quote unquote, a jaded New Yorker who talks about sex, even she had moment for pause. You know, she had to take a pause for it. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, So let's see. So, uh, oh, yeah. (laughs) So I guess the next scene is where the four girls are all talking about it. Mm -hmm. She tells them, and I just think this is like, this conversation would never happen today. Mm -hmm. It is the worst. I mean, they're just saying all these things about gay people, things that we just wouldn't say today. Well, I think like, I don't know who said it, but somebody said, oh yeah, it just seems like a layover to the way to gay town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody did say that. I think it was Carrie. Was it Carrie who actually said Yeah. I think it was her. But definitely it was weird that they that they 
they said that, especially someone like Samantha, Samantha, who's so open and so, you know, whatever. But I loved what Samantha said. She was just like, you know, I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything. <laughs> yes. That's what I love about Samantha. First of all, this is my first time being on your show. So I have to ask you, because everyone always says, well, which, what are you? Are you a Carrie? Are you a Samantha? Are you whatever? So what are you, Megan? What are you? Are you oh. a Charlotte? Are you a Carrie? Are you a Miranda? <laughs> or are you a Samantha? Oh, well, in the overall, so actually one of the things we're going to do at the end of the podcast oh. is I'm going to ask you oh. which one you are okay. just for the episode. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Because you're asking me what I am in overall. In general, overall. Yeah. Not, yeah. not based on just this episode, no, that's but just great. overall. I would say overall, I'm a Carrie. Really? Okay, good. Good, good, good. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm a Carrie though, like, but heavily mixed with Miranda. Thank you. I'm glad we can do hybrids because I was going to say I'm a hybrid. Good, good, good. Okay. That's good to know. Well, what are you? I'm totally a hybrid of Samantha. I uh, definitely see that. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely a Samantha. Um, but I am, believe it or not, I'm a Samantha with a little slice of Charlotte, mm. only because of the religious upbringing I had. So there's a lot of episodes where I totally was on Charlotte's side for things. So yeah, I'm, I'm a Samantha with a slice of Charlotte. <laughs> well, it's really interesting you say that because I've had this conversation before with somebody else that, you know, Samantha and Charlotte are actually really similar. Mm. How so? How do you say that? Well, they just both have very strong like, point of views. Oh, yeah, they're not, like, in between. They're kind of, like, they are, yeah, yeah, right. you're right. And, like, Harry right. and Miranda are the more, like, undecisive people. Like, yeah, should I? Do I got to make my lists and it's all true. this stuff? Okay. But but Samantha and, you know, Charlotte, they know what they want. Yeah. And they go for it. Yeah, and they really don't settle. Like, they don't want to settle no, at all. not at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just, I guess, even though Charlotte is really not a prude, mm-hmm. Even though she kind of acts she like it. She looks like one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I even think sexually they're both like on the same playing field. Interesting. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's why I kind of like gravitated to the two of them. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. <laughs> and I gravitated towards Carrie Miranda. <laughs> so, cool. Um, yeah. Uh, also, Charlotte said something during that conversation about like, they should just pick a side and stay there. Yes, she definitely was the one that said that. I and, like, and I disagreed with that totally. Um, I, you know, again, I lean more towards Samantha in that try anything. You know what I mean? As long as you're safe, as long as you protect yourself sexually, you know what I mean? Try. Well, well, yeah. they're, they're acting like, though, it's a choice. Right. And, right. and that's the issue I had. Well, but it is kind of a choice for bisexual people. And the only reason I say that is because that you are making the choice to just love a person. You're not loving only men and you're not loving only women. You're just looking people at, at people as individuals. And if your spirit is the spirit that connects with mine, I'm just in love with that, not with a male or a female. So in that way, I feel, me personally, that bisexuality is more of a choice than homosexuality. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. So let's see. Um, Samantha, I'm not huge on Samantha's storyline in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, she just gets a, an assistant, Matt, yeah, and, but he's a, also a younger guy, too, though. So they're oh, trying to, yeah, true. that's the only thing they're trying to kind of like um, show that one person is with a younger guy who's like actually she's kind of falling for and kind of likes and spending time with whatever. And the other one 
Oh, and you know what else it's a double thing of too? Samantha is kind of the man in this relationship as far as the power struggle. Same thing with the Miranda being the one who makes more money and who it's her place and that kind of a thing. And she's like kicking the guy out as a, you know what I mean? Like even he says, you're kind of the man in this, you know, Steve even says that right. to Miranda. So I think they're trying to show the two things with Samantha being the one who's the boss mm-hmm. and and having to deal with a younger man. So it's two things, getting a twofer there. Well, really, if you think about it, all the women in this episode are all being like the more, quote unquote, yeah, masculine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. side. Yes, very much so. Because I think that's how Carrie felt as soon as he said bisexual, like he felt, she felt that he was less manly. Yes, yes. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, it is very much so. But if you're old school, if you have that upbringing, and again, you know, even the most, um, quote unquote, for lack of a better word, promiscuous woman still could have had a kind of childhood or kind of whatever upbringing to where, oh, that doesn't seem right. I think a man should only be with a woman. In it. You know what I mean? Like there's something in her yeah. that judged that, even though she has such great friends who are gay and she understands that it's not uh, a choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the minute she met someone who she was actually attracted to, all of a sudden she's insecure and thinking, is he looking at me or is he looking at that guy over there? You know what I mean? Totally. She's, which is so silly because if he's into you, what's the difference between him looking at a guy or looking at a girl? Are you more upset that he's looking at a guy than you are that he's looking at a girl? You know what yeah. I mean? It almost seems like she was more upset with that. Because, mm-hmm. like, I can't compare with that. I can never have a penis, and so I can't compare with that. At least if there's another woman, I can compare with that somehow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Super weird. Um. But yeah, so Samantha gets this assistant, Matt, mm-hmm. um, and he's just kind of a, you know, a male jerk. Yeah. And uh, he tries to just do what he wants to do. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, I'm the boss. Get it? Yeah. Um, but nothing really, I mean. That was kind of just a fluffer a fluffer storyline. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, so back to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, so Barrett comes to pick up his check mm-hmm. and asks Charlotte to model for him. Yes. And she's like, ho, 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 ho. And she's <laughs> such a girly girl. Like of the four of them, she's the most girly girl. So that's funny that she's the one that's asked to do this kind of portrait. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That was very, very interesting. Well, the first thing she says is, oh, well, well, I'm not very butch. Right. <laughs> I'm right. like, what? And she automatically thought that anyone who would pose for that would have to be, which is so weird. And goes back to earlier thing with Miranda saying, oh, I could I could never imagine trying to be a man in a man's world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yet she is, I hate to say it, but out of the four of them, not that she's butch per se, but if there were one that I would have to choose as being the most masculine of them, it would be Miranda. And yet... For, for Charlotte to be the most girly girl one, that's the one who's going to do it, you know, who's going to actually pose. I think that was very interesting. Yeah, and, and um, I like that she does. Mm-hmm. Even though she did look weird. <laughs> they could have weird. They could have given her a better fitted suit. That suit looked ridiculous. <laughs> she looked like a little boy trying to put on her his dad's suit. Yes, totally. They could have given her a fitted suit. Come on. Um. Okay, so Sean takes Carrie to a new hot club, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's where she gets obsessive, and she's just like, are you checking out the guy or the girl? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Samantha's assistant is acting really pushy, manly. I'm just reading my notes. No, no, <laughs> no that's Just fine. so we like, yeah, yeah, yeah. make sure we hit everything. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, let's go back to Miranda and Steve. Mm-hmm. So uh, Miranda 
is still really annoyed with Steve mm-hmm. and starts to be like kind of naggy. Like you need to keep your pile of clothes more more clean. Mm-hmm. And he asks to move in. Yes. He just asks it. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is where they have the fight and he's just like, Jesus, like you're the guy sometimes. Yeah, because most girls would love for their boyfriend to say, hey, let's move in together. Like most girls are waiting for that, you know, that that question to come up. But because Miranda, again, and it goes back to a power thing, um, because she does make more money. You know, she is an attorney. Um, it is her place. Mm-hmm. And she is used to having the remote and watching what she wants to watch. You know what I mean? Hey, you you know, you make a lot of money. Just get another TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing right there. Get another TV, um, number one. Number two, she, you know, as much as she's saying, oh, I don't like your clothes there and whatever, it really isn't about that. It was just about you're, you're taking over my space and, and I have to be in control. It's about control. That right. really was what it was about, I think. Um, and going back, I'm remembering now the thing about Samantha, and even though the storyline was kind of fluffer, but the fact that that guy just walked in and said, hey, I'm here for the assistant job, she didn't even ask for any resume, she didn't ask for anything, it was just because he was a good-looking guy. And that's exactly what, in society, if you go back to like a Mad Men episode, men would hire a secretary who mm-hmm. looks good, not even caring about their credentials, not caring whatever. So that was also a thing of the power structure, the thing of, yes, you're hired, you know what I mean? Just yes. because of the way he looks. So, and of course she was upset later on when he didn't do what, um, you know, when he didn't do what she wanted him to do. But again, you hired him for looks and that happens all the time in society. You know what I mean? As far as a woman uh, uh, being hired to be an assistant just because she looks a certain way. So just going back to that for a second. So again, we have Miranda in the power struggle with, um, with Steve because she's the one that makes the most money. And then you have Samantha in the power struggle with this assistant because she's the one who's in charge and she's just hiring him just because he's cute, right. not because he's you know qualified at all. And then you go back to uh, Charlotte. I'm just doing a recap of our yeah, recap. Yeah, no, do it. <laughs> a recap of our recap. And then we have Charlotte now who has a crush on the guy who's asking her instead of you know, to be herself, I want you to be a man. That will turn me on even more. Which, in my mind, I thought they would delve in a little bit more and say that maybe he's bisexual. Maybe that's why he likes taking pictures of women dressed as men. Maybe that turns him on. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So that little piece is there too, the fact that that turned him on to try to get her to look like a man. And then we go back to uh, Carrie and and our, our little friend, Sean. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. We're really breaking this down. I love it. I love it. So awesome. Um, so, yeah, Charlotte and Barrett, they have their photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, just all that intensity. She grows balls <laughs> and just like <laughs> grabs them and they just start making out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of saddens me that they didn't keep dating well, I mean, because she said she's not the kind of girl that would go out with a guy who only is turned on with her when she looks like a guy. True. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, I think he found her attractive, though, when she was a woman, too. Because otherwise, why why would she, why would he ask her to model? Or he just wanted to see what he could do with her? I just think he's the kind of guy that gets turns on, turned on by... Making women look like a man, because you know what I mean. And I think yeah. she probably in, in, uh, uh, in, 
knew that. And she was like, no, I don't want to be around you. And she also felt, and, and even, you know, the little um, narration that Carrie does saying, oh, the, you know, um, um, she didn't want, she was so embarrassed by it all. She oh, was embarrassed right. by the fact that she just kind of attacked him because she only felt emboldened when she got, quote unquote, balls to right. do that. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. She can't be that way all the time. So if she's not going to always be that way all the time, then she'll still be like that nervous little shy crush thing on him as opposed to a real relationship because she only felt that way when she had that suit on. You know what I mean? So Well, the good thing is eventually I think she does learn how to be that emboldened and not have to dress up like a guy. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. As the seasons go on. Oh, yeah, definitely. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. So Miranda freaks out. Um about Steve. And then, you know, and then I, I guess I hate the way they did this, but it's like to turn the tables um, with the whole power structure between Miranda and Steve. They had to show Miranda like drop things and start crying, <laughs> you know. And then she even says, I guess I am a woman, Doug. That's so ridiculous. Just because you're crying on his shoulder, you're a woman? Come on. That's yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. That was that was kind of foolish. I was like, there's other ways to show it without her, like, making mistakes. Right. You right. know? Mm-hmm. And then she had to list all of her mistakes. I don't cook. I don't clean. I don't do this. And and you're going to want this and da, da, da. And he's like, I don't care about any of that stuff. I just want to be with you. That's what I love about Steve. He's yeah. so down to earth. and But he puts up with her foolishness. And this is what I love. And that's why, you know what, to be honest, I, I have a little slice of Miranda in me too because I totally don't cook. I totally don't clean. I totally, you know what I mean? And my <laughs> husband just gets me. And, you, and I'm, but again, I'm kind of Samantha because my husband is younger than I am too. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like all of that. You know, cool, cool stuff. But, you know, there is something to be said, especially women of a certain age uh, who have not uh, uh, been married yet and who don't have kids yet. And that's where we are in the storyline with Miranda. Her career came first. Everything about her was has been about her career and her friends, and that's it. So now she finally has a guy who can put up with a strong, powerful woman who knows what she wants, who has her own money, who has her own way of life. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for her to deal with it because for so long she just kind of resigned herself to the fact where there's no men out there. There aren't any men out there that will be able to deal with me, and I'm not going to put up with any stuff. You know what I mean? So she had to always have this thing up. So... In a way, I agree with you that I hate that they had to make her, quote unquote, you know, cry and all that about it. But it's interesting in that she had to be vulnerable right, and sh- and show herself to him to make sure he knew what he's getting into. You know what I mean? She tried to even go out and buy the groceries and try to make the food. It would have been terrible if she would have made it anyway because she doesn't know how to cook. So right. why are you even doing that? That's why he's like, just order a pizza. Order why are you Chinese. Try- like, right. what are you doing? Like we always do. Exactly. Why are you trying to do all this stuff? Because as little girls, we've all been taught, well, I can't say all, but most girls have been taught, you got to cook and clean and make a nice home for your husband. If you ever want a husband, I was told that. My grandmother told me that all the time. You better learn how to cook and clean and you better look a certain way and you better put some lipstick on and you better have your hair looking just so if you want a husband. And so the rebel in me was like, well, I guess I'm never going to have a husband because I don't want to do that. I'm not cooking and cleaning. You know what I mean? So 
no matter what, she had to at least show that side. And that's why she kind of broke down and cried because she was like, I, I can't believe you're putting up with all of this. You're going to deal with this and you're okay with it. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. Just give me a hug and let's get some pizza and let's get down <laughs> and watch TV. What? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I love, I love that. I love that scene, even though I hate that it had to go there. But remember, most of the writers of Sex and the City are men. So I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, and then I guess in the VO, um, Steve moved in a week later. So love it. Guess that happened. I love their storyline so much. And so yeah, except you know when we got to the first was it the first movie? Yeah. Oh, we're not gonna talk about the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, we won't talk about it. The movies. I mean, I loved the TV show, like loved the TV show. I was obsessed with it. So I was a little disappointed by the movies. They were okay. Yeah. But I was just Well, the second one was just rubbish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pure rubbish. Well, I've been watching a lot of like the Great Britain Bake Off show. I so. love it. I love it. Rubbish. I've been saying rubbish a lot lately. I love rubbish. I love that word. Um... Absolute rubbish. It's rubbish. And they say it on The Crown a lot, too. Do you watch The Crown? I no, love- but I feel like I have you to. You have to watch The Crown. Oh, my God. So after we do all of this, we're going to do like a whole podcast <laughs> on The Crown. But anyway, okay. I still got about a year and a half on this one. Exactly. But, um, exactly. Well, I can start watching them now, though. Becoming obsessed with it. Too funny. Um, yeah. So let's see. So that's Miranda's storyline. Mm-hmm. That's Charlotte's storyline. Mm-hmm. Samantha ends up finally having sex with that dude. Of like, course. She fires him and yeah. it's like, no, I can She should have just had sex with him to begin with and not even hired him. But, you know, you got to go through the whole, whole you know, thing of seeing, oh, I can keep this guy around, you know. Please. It's funny. Um, Terrence, the uh, producer on this podcast, mm-hmm. worked with that actor. Oh, really? Yes, his name's Chris Tardio. Oh, that's so cool. And um yeah, unfortunately, I never got to meet Chris. Mm-hmm. I think he actually lives in New York. Okay. Um but he had uh I think he told Terrence a little snippet about how that scene went. Mm-hmm. But basically like Kim Cattrall. It's crazy. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, exactly. Um but I would like to hear the story one day from him. Yes. We'll see. Um, Let's see. So, okay. We got to talk about my favorite scene of the whole show Mm -hmm. because Alanis Morissette's in it. Yes, she is. (laughs) Yes. Very cool. Yeah. I love Alanis Morissette and she is in this episode. Why? I don't know. (laughs) I guess this is during the time. Yeah. I mean, Jagged Little Pill was out. Uh, she probably just had another album released. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why she was on this episode. Or she could have been friends with some of the actors. She could have been friends with Sarah Jessica Parker. You know, you just never know. Sometimes stars will do TV or whatever because it's like, I'm in town. I want to I want to be on the show. You know, write me in. Or, or friends with the creators, with the writers or whatever. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Um, because without her singing, why else would she, you know what I mean, just to be on it? Well, she, I mean, she had. she's an actor. Mm-hmm. She's like, she was in... Um, Oh shoot! Wasn't he? She was in that Kevin Smith movie where she played God. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, was Ben Affleck in that too? Was uh, that the one Dogma? 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 Dogma. Yes. That's exactly right. Dogma. There we yeah, are. Yes, 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 we did yes, it. We did it. She was in Dogma, and yeah, then yeah. I know she's also done a lot of theater. Oh okay. And oh, other I didn't movies. Know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. that's very cool. She, she's also an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. So Sean takes Carrie to, um, I think this part gets really funny. So to his ex-boyfriend Mark's birthday party. Yes. And we find out that Mark's partner. Yes. Because he, um, what what's it called? He, uh, <laughs> words. Today, man, words <laughs> are so correct. Right. He corrects, uh. Sean saying, not boyfriend, partner. Partner, yes, yes. yes. And we find out that they have a baby together. Yes, they do, yes. But we find out that baby came from Alanis Morissette's character, Grace's, it's her egg. Right. It was her. Because she's a lesbian with uh, another woman, too, that used to date Mark's. Mark's partner. Partner. (laughs) So confused. No, they were married. Oh, they were married at one point. Yes, yes, for a year. They were married for a no, year. No, no, wait. Grace was married to Mark's partner. Alanis Morris yes. wasn't Grace? Yeah, that is Grace. That is her character. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, so she used to be married to Mark's, Mark's current part, partner. Yes. Right, for a year, right. And so they have a baby together. So in other words, those two couples, those two gay couples created that child yes. somehow. You know what I mean? So they're all four of them kind of the parents of that child. Right. I love that. I think that's fantastic. And then I think Sean also dated Grace at one point. I yeah. think he said that. that and weird. then I think um, Grace, Grace's wife, because they just got married. Mm-hmm. They just got married. I think he might have mentioned who she had been married to before right. or dated before. Or dated before, yes. Yeah. So. Or slept with. I remember Carrie said slept with. She didn't say, yeah. Right. So definitely, yeah. So it's just a big, yeah. you know. Um, so then they decide to play spin the bottle. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and everything's going fine until like Alanis spins it. We'll just call her Alanis. Yeah, let's do because I have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it lands on Carrie. Of course. And then Carrie, old school. You see, this is so funny because, she, you know, I mean, even I'm, I'm like, I'm like ancient, but I wouldn't say, oh, it's on a girl, so I guess let's spin again. But because she's so thinking about how she really was when she was in the seventh grade playing it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Back then, yes, if it was two girls that ended up, you know, the bottle pointing to, you would spin again. But because she has to realize, okay, we're in a brand new era now and you're with younger people, you're probably like 10 years older than everybody in the room yeah come on just whatever and the fact that okay keep going i'm gonna let you finish no no go ahead uh i i hate the fact she's just a wimp i hate the fact that she kissed her first of all she kissed her right after she was smoking and so like all that smoke is in alanis's mouth now yes i was thinking about like why are you doing that at least like blow out first before you kiss the woman but anyway so they kiss and it was a lovely kiss from what you know it appeared to be a lovely kiss and then she's like okay i'm just gonna step outside now and then just leave and you're gonna ghost the guy and just never see him again you're a Oh my God. And if nothing else, because you are a a writer for Sex and the City, you know what I mean? That could have been a great article. You know yeah. what I mean? If nothing else, use it as material. Totally. To, yeah, exactly. But she wimped out. Yeah, I mean, and also like, did she kiss Alanis? Because to me, it looked like she just kind of like, yeah, Ugh. Yeah, she didn't even look like she kissed her back. Yeah, you're right. Because okay. she was so busy with her smoking, she was like just sitting there, just Ugh. allowing herself to be kissed. Yeah, yeah it did I was look like, like come it on. It did, it did. It looked very wimpy. Very, <laughs> I didn't like that ending at all. I didn't like that. But it reminded me of, so I went to college um, for theater. Mm-hmm. And you know how theater kids are. Of 
course, everybody experiments with everything. And because we're so hyped up on these scenes, we're doing the, a doll's house, all this Ibsen and all this stuff. So we're all like dramatic and whatever. So everything happens in college when you're in theater school. Yeah. Yeah. It was like my sophomore year of college. And it was like, you know, a Friday or Saturday night. And there was literally a group of like a circle of like at least 20 people, girls, guys, gay, straight. And we played spin the bottle and we literally kept playing till everybody kissed everybody. Good. That's cool. That's the way it should be done. Yes. Like thinking back, I'm like, that's gross because <laughs> like germs, like what? True. Like true. I'm surprised I didn't get strep throat. True. true. Like a week later. Right. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I was like, huh, that was a cool night. Right. Right. You know, so girls kiss girls, guys kiss guys. You're guys saying? kiss guys, girls okay. kiss girls. Okay, literally everybody okay. kiss everybody. And and That's once cool. I once everybody realized that we were going to play till that happened, like yes. there was a moment right. where we realized, okay, we're just going to keep spinning this bottle yes. till yes. everybody kisses everybody. Yes, and then like, and then I was like, oh, this is exciting because there were a few people I wanted to kiss. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I really hope it lands on that person. But I was like, oh, we're just going to keep playing. Everybody's going to So gonna it's going to happen. Everybody. Right. We're exactly. just like, do, 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 do. Now, how was it with the boys kissing boys? Were there any uh, faces that you looked at where people were kind of apprehensive? Like, the, or just, was everybody just comfortable with it? Um, Maybe, oh, so long ago. There was probably like the first one or two times it happened, mm-hmm. there was probably like, oh, is this, <laughs> are we doing this? But then like after it happened, it was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Now, we're was doing everybody it. drunk? So it was like, it didn't matter? Was it kind of everyone? We were all drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but it was more fun to watch the straight guys kiss Straight guys. That's what I'm. That's what I'm like. The <laughs> yeah. jock. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's like a big muscular dude yeah. kissing another. Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. That was about. more fun of to course, watch. Of course, because girls kissing girls is almost nothing. Like when we're little kids, girls always holding hands and everything. You know, we're we're just naturally more prone to you know what I mean affection with each other than it is for a big burly guy who's never kissed a guy before. That's what I'm curious yeah. about. Yeah, that, that's um, interesting. But yeah, no, everybody, nobody said no. Right. And, Every- and and I would think if you're going to play the game, you're not allowed to say no. That's what also that made me mad about Carrie getting up and leaving right after. At least yeah. stick around a little bit longer to make it look good. Don't get up right after and get your jacket and leave. Come but on. she knew, she was like, I'm never going to see these people again. True, so she didn't care. <laughs> She's she just care. like, exactly. I'm out. I'm an old fart. Peace. <laughs> and she wasn't even 40 yet at that point. You know what I mean? I'm just like, it's so, I don't know. Like, You're a sex me- columnist. Yes, yes. You've had people ask to pee on you. Yes. Why is this a big deal? I know, that's that's, that's the part that just it didn't ring true for me. Yeah, this whole episode was kind of like there's a lot of things that just didn't didn't work. I wonder who wrote it. Yeah. I'll have to go back and I'll look. Have to go back and look. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, she left and never saw Sean again. So that's how that ended. It would, have, it would have never worked. She was too insecure. Um, yeah. She was speaking of insecure. Insecure even had an, uh, uh, which is also an HBO show. Uh, I need cur- to start watching it. Yes, that's, please do. Oh my, my god, that's so like good. one of Terrence's favorite shows yeah, right now. It's so I good. Need to watch it. And they actually kind of had an episode where one of the characters was dating a guy who said, "Yeah, in college I was with another guy." And she was like, "What?" And it's interesting because the dynamic of a black woman is even further heightened about mm-hmm. it. And I'll tell you why. In the black church, if you grew up in 
in, in, in a black community, even if you didn't go to church, but just pretty much everybody in your thing, homosexuality, I think, is is looked down uh, upon even worse than it is in other cultures. You know what I mean? To the place where they're like, they'll, they'll kill you over it. You know what I mean? I know like some kind of people, they'll like literally kick you out of the house, you know, whatever. It's just really, 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 really bad, which is ridiculous because oppressed people are oppressed people, but whatever. You know what I mean? So for her, she was just like, oh no, I can't, whatever. And they were like, oh, but didn't you mess around with somebody in college yourself? And she's like, that's different. It was a girl. And you see what I'm saying? It's like this double standard mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So it's interesting. And I'm sure girls, uh, the, episode, uh, the the TV show Girls probably had an episode about that too of somebody dating somebody. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think every uh, show that deals with friends who are women eventually has a you know have to have a storyline of something like wow. I'm dating a guy who actually was with a guy. What do I do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like a thing that that's a through line. And you know. I think it's a, in society, it's a double standard. I think that there are more men who would marry a woman even after they found out that she had been with another woman because they, quote, unquote, think it's hot right. for two women to get together. Mm-hmm. But for women, we are unforgiving because the fact that I've seen this in so many shows, especially in women-led shows where the women are the ones that have a problem with it. I've never seen it to where the woman stays with a guy after she finds out that he's been with a man. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And and actually, we revisit this theme later when Samantha mm-hmm. dates a lesbian. Yes. But there, again, that's that double standard. But yeah, People but, think that's hot. But Carrie seems fine with that. You see? That is a double, double standard. So. Yeah. It's very tricky. And I think that's just the way society is, too. Society looks at two women having sex in a very, very different way than two men having sex, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't want to say accidentally, but I went out with a bisexual. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I was on set, of mm-hmm. course, mm-hmm. and um, I met this guy, mm-hmm. and, like, we kind of hit it off, mm-hmm. and he asked me to, like, go to this party, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, oh, yeah, great, and then he was like, somehow let me know that he was also a bisexual. Mm-hmm. And I think at first I had the whole Carrie reaction, mm-hmm. like, am I okay with this? Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah. Right. Because, like, I like him. Right. Who cares? Yeah. Hey, everyone, there's more Cosmos on the way, but first, a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. Well, <laughs> let's, get in- <laughs> let's get into some segments. Okay. All right. So first up, Hottie of the Week. Of the week. All right. So who are we feeling? Who are our hotties? Let's in this see. episode? Yeah. In this uh, episode, we got, I think I have them memorized. We have Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, Barrett. Yes. The artist. Yes. Um, Matt, the assistant. Yes. And then Sean, the bisexual. I think Sean was the one that I would say was the hottie of this episode. He is, he is really hot. Yeah. Funny enough, totally. that actor, I don't remember his name, but... Um, he always does play like the young guy because mm-hmm. he was on Friends. Oh, I don't remember. He was the he was Jennifer Aniston's uh, or Rachel 
Green's mm-hmm. uh, assistant ah, for so a while. Ah, so he was the younger he guy. He was the young guy. Interesting. And she okay. had a crush on him. Nice. Okay. Um, also, funny enough, he was in uh, this Kurt Russell movie that came out about um, a hockey team. Mm-hmm. Where he ice skated some more. So there you go. He's an ice skater. There you go. <laughs> I was like, because I watched that movie kind of recently. I was like, why does that guy look so familiar? I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's the guy that ice skates with Carrie. But you know what's so funny about that? That just proves that they really kind of like, and they probably push it nowadays. It's probably a computerized thing where they just scan through the <laughs> resume and they see, oh, ice skater. And so that's how he got called in for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because whatever's on your resume, that's what you're going to get. Oh, younger guy. Oh, he got called in for that. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I think Sean is definitely the hottie. Oh, yeah. All right. Next <laughs> up, um, let's discuss some crimes of fashion. Hmm. So who wore what, why? Who wore what, why? What fashion caught your eye this week? Her boots. When the, she was walking up those five flights of stairs, Carrie. Carrie's those boots. Gold yeah. Boots. Wow. Those got my attention for real. Not that I would ever, ever wear them other than on set because I hate high heels um, so much. But I love the look of them. I love the whole, you know, and it was, and I love the ridiculousness of them and the fact that she had to walk up five flights of stairs in them. That's why it stayed in my mind. So definitely the boots. Well, I think it's also interesting. Was she, because those to me screamed very like 60s mm-hmm. go-go girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Did I say that correct? <laughs> yeah. um, and it's like she's the old fart. Right. Is she trying to even dress older? Like, ah. you know, like bring back I didn't an, think an of older it being era. older. I thought of it more of like kinky boots kind of, you know what I okay. mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Interesting. But yeah, those were good. Um, I always liked this outfit. Uh, oh, Oh, yeah, we didn't even, I, I didn't even write this down, but Miranda and Carrie went to this, like, inner goddess class. <gasps> yes, oh, how could we have missed that? Yes, <laughs> the yes, The inner yes. goddess class. Yes, because she was trying to be a girl. So yes. she was like, oh, I can't even move my hips. I can't do anything. Yeah, pop yes, it. Yes. Pop my hip. Yes, yes. I must be a man because mm-hmm. I can't pop it. Exactly. Um, yeah, that, I've been to classes like that. They're not like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're better than what they showed on the TV. Yes and no. I have been to some classes where it was like that. <laughs> Just like swinging some scarves around, yes. like, get your inner goddess. Exactly. I have been to classes like that, and I didn't like them. You know what I mean? And I could totally, uh, even though I can dance, but I don't, I don't, it's hard for me to do a choreographed dance. So like when mm. someone tells me to move a certain way, it's hard for me to do that. I like just doing my own thing and just whatever. Totally. I'm like Elaine from Seinfeld, like, you know, from the craziness. <laughs> yes. But, um, but um, I totally, totally could, uh, I could relate to Miranda as far as being almost dance shamed or body shamed in a class like that because, you know, you're not doing it. Just be free. Just be yourself. Oh my God. I hate when people tell me just do that. Just be free. I'm, I'm not everybody can do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like some people are stiff. Some people like to just be free to the music that they like. Another thing too, if you're playing music that I don't like, it's hard for me to dance to it. But if you put on something that I love, I'll go crazy. You know what I mean? So that's part of it too. And the whole thing of the scarves or whatever, you know, it's just not for everybody. And I don't think that women have to, to, you know, force themselves to be all, all effervescent and, and ethereal. You know what I mean? Like right. sometimes we can just be like, yeah, I just want a burger. I don't want to do, you know what I mean? I don't feel like doing this. But I can do this if I have 
I'm in the right mind and I'm in the right whatever. But she was already judging herself and she was already down. So there was never going to be a chance yeah. for her to enjoy a class like that, <laughs> which is funny. Well, after the class, Carrie is wearing this like big turtleneck sweater thing. It's like turquoise or blue mm-hmm. with like a little belt. And then she has like another sweater. Mm-hmm. Layers. Like, yeah, yeah, layer. Mm-hmm. And it just looked so warm and comfy. Mm-hmm. And- I wanted to wear sweaters. <laughs> That's what I miss about New York. Um, you know, being in L.A., I never get to wear any of my sweaters. I don't get to wear anything except late at night. Sometimes it gets really yeah, cold in L.A. Yeah, But then it's at night. Nobody really sees it. So I'm just like going into the car and just like taking it off whenever <laughs> I get where I'm going so no one gets to see it. So, but yeah, yeah, it's funny. All right. And up next, discuss some wordplay with Pun of the Week. Oh, I love puns. Did you catch any puns? Puns. puns. <laughs> uh, tell me one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't oh, know. If I thought I... you got one too. Uh, pun, pun. Puns. Uh, puns. Did I write down any? Oh, man. Puns are so hard for me. I don't know why. I love puns. You're punishing me. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Carrie said, sounds like someone needs a sock in the pants. Suck in the pants. Yeah. Is that a pun? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's just cleverness. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like there was one. I'm sure there was. Oh, well. That's okay. I'd have to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, we've mm-hmm. arrived. You're such a... You're such a... So which of the main four characters did you most identify with in this episode? In this episode, Miranda. Mm. I'm not usually a Miranda, but for this episode, I definitely understood Miranda. Only in that, um, the TV situation. That's why my husband and I had to get two TVs, because he is the TV Nazi. Even though he said, no, no, I'm not. You can watch whatever you want. And he'll even say, just put on whatever you want. And then when I try to put on what I want, he's like, why are you putting on that? You told me I could watch whatever I wanted. You know what I mean? So I totally understood the whole thing about wanting to turn the channel. That 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 thing was was um, real. And also the thing of I don't cook, I don't, you know, clean, I don't do all that stuff. And, you know, you just got to take me as I am. And, and what it means to be a woman and the fact that she had to even question that. And I felt sad for her for that because I've been there, you know. Um, one of the reasons that I didn't get married until I was like in my 40s, um, all my friends who were married like in the 20s and I have been in their weddings. I was a bridesmaid in their <laughs> weddings. They're all divorced by the time we got 40. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. And so I didn't even get married until my 40s because I never really thought I was going to get married, period. Um, so I totally, totally could relate to Miranda in that having being kind of set in your own ways, wanting to watch what you want to watch, not wanting to share space, but yet loving the person and saying, you know what, it's worth it. You know, I got. I love you so much that yeah, I will share the space, and yeah, we will be ordering pizza a lot. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing about it is, now that my husband and I have been married, we've been together fourteen years, but we've been married seven. So now that we've been together so long, I actually do cook now, but do it because I want to, not because I had a husband who's telling me you have to do this. You know what I mean? Right. Now I go online and look up recipes, and I actually surprise him and make little stuff because I want to. So it's really cool. So you're such a Miranda. Yes, I'm a Miranda. <laughs> I think I am a Miranda, too. Oh, really? Okay. How so? 
a lot of, because I agree with what you just said, and that's kind of with me and Terrence. Like I, um, I like to watch on on TV what I want to watch, um, but he's actually pretty good about letting me. Good. Well, I think that's it. Yeah, this was fun. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. This thank, was great. Thank you for coming on the show. All right. Well, till next time, everybody. Cheers. Cosmos. Cosmos. Cheers. Clink, clink. clink. Bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> the episode everybody thank you so much for listening i also want to thank a few people that make this show possible john fredette for the music do 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 check him out at johnfredette.com elizabeth june our amazing guest terrence deutsch producer and everyone over at boardwalk audio again if you like what you hear and want to show us some love you can find us on the instagram and the facebook both at cosmos and the city or on the twitter at catc podcast if you haven't done so already please like rate and subscribe it really allows our podcast to grow and blossom and if you have any thoughts any opinions ideas what are you guys thinking out there Email us at cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. I repeat, cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. Are you there? We'd love to hear from all of you. Catch you next week. Cheers. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.